Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday, happy full moon. Today, we have a beautiful moon coming up from what I've heard uh, from my friends on the East Coast here in California. We have bright, sunny weather for the time being, but just in about two hours, we'll see the moon as well. And the moon is actually in Leo, which is my sign, which is actually a good thing for Leo. It's a very, very powerful time. So enjoy the energy, get out your little manifesting tools, and go have at it with all that great light. Um, we still have Mercury in retrograde uh, for one more week until next Wednesday, and then we'll be done with that as well. And things should smooth out in the weeks um, coming up after that. So this week might feel a little bit slow because as we get um, uh, down to the half moon, as the because now the moon's going waning, so as we get down to the half moon, the, the light is sort of retracting a bit. But it shouldn't be too bad because we'll still have quite a bit of moonlight. On, and then once once we get down to the to the darker aspects of the moon, Mercury and retrograde will be over. So that's good. So give it another I don't know week or two, and you should be feeling like you're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and marching forward towards the spring, which is always a good time for everybody. And uh, I think that's it for AHA Energy Check. Just just hang in there, you know, lots of self-care, lots of reflection, lots of cleaning out, clearing out, and you should be in planning, 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 planning. Um, so when the gateways open, you are ready to go. So a um, couple of announcements, and then we're going to get into our topic for tonight. In fact, you know what? Let me, before we go into the announcements, let's talk a little bit about the topic for tonight because it all kind of fits in together. Um, you know my book, The AHA Factor, is coming out. It's actually coming out, you know, beginning of next year. However, uh, I had a conversation with the publisher, and we decided that it would be a good thing to start to share some of what's um, going to be outlined in the book and to start working with the information because I really didn't want it to be held up for a whole year. So we have a couple of things going on. One, tonight we're going to talk about our ECS, our energetic communication systems that we're all born with, and how they can really change everything for you when you start to employ them. And I have a class for only 15 people. I'm going to be teaching actually the system that's outlined in the book. It's kind of a sneak peek for 15 charter members, and that will start actually, I believe, February 18th. And if you'd like to participate as a charter member um, and get fluent in this stuff ahead of time, the uh, URL for that is www.ahamomentsworld.com forward slash AHA Factor Master Class. AHA, A-H-A, Factor S-A-C-T-O-R, Master Class. 
And that class will be for four weeks, 75-minute classes. You can take it online, on Skype, or on the phone. And we're going to be going in-depth into the core aspects of the energetic communication system and actually really getting to work with um, each piece of it. So that's going to be a really exciting time. And those folks who are in that class then will have access to come to a live workshop here in La Jolla and um, work with me in person, as well as several other things that are coming up through the rest of the year. So those are going to be the core people that really get to to work with me very personally. There's um, a lot of press that's going to be going on about this. I think I'm going to get really, really busy after September. So I'm not sure how much I'll be personally, uh, you know, teaching and doing readings and stuff at that point. But for now, while we still have a little bit of time before all the promotions start this summer, um, we wanted to start to test the stuff. And I mean, I've been teaching this kind of stuff um, for a long time, but putting it all together into the system is going to be really, really exciting. So we're going to get into that a little bit. And then the other thing that we have going on is February readings. I decided, because there's so many amazing things happening, I decided to do a gratitude sale. So very rare, you know, it's very, very rare that I do a sale on readings because that's, you know, one-on-one time. But we have a 10% off coupon code. And if you'd like to get a reading in February, we have about, I don't know, six spots left. Um, you can go to ahamomentsworld.com forward slash buy the C. So B-Y-T-H-E-S as in Sam, E-A, buy the C. And that uh, actually works. I, I wanted to extend it. It was supposed to end yesterday, but I figured I hadn't talked about it on the radio show at all. So I'm going to extend it for another two days or so. Yeah, yeah probably two days. We'll, we'll end it on Thursday. So if you'd like a February reading, um, please, by all means, sign up. I'd love to chat with you and let the angels have at it with you and, and give you all your messages. Um, and as you know, our show today is sponsored by Soul Lifetime Magazine. If you want to get your free subscription, go to www.soullifetimes.com. And we love our partnership with them. They're wonderful and definitely something you want to subscribe to. Um, okay, so. Tonight, let's talk, oh, wait, let me stop, because I know we have people who want to have readings a little bit later. So, uh, I'll give you the number for those of you who are listening in online, 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. You see the lines are already filled up. You guys, you know you can call in, um, uh, let's see, up. To 15 minutes ahead of time, that's when the, the studio opens, and you can call in, uh, which a lot of you have done, <laughs> so um, just so you know for future reference, and so it's 347-215-9485. Okay, so off we go. Let's talk about our content for tonight, which is your built-in system of energy that can change everything. I happen to call it the aha factor, and that aha factor it comprises a few things. Um, essentially, the question that I've always pondered was, you know, we've all been given all sorts of ways to ask, all sorts of ways to ask for things. We learn how to set tension, how to pray, how to do rosary beads, how to, you know, do affirmations and vision boards and creative visualization. And it's just system after system, system after system, tapping, all kinds of things. Um, feeling it real, you know, all 
kind of different thing, law of attraction on how to ask, how to ask for things. And we figure, you know, and I, when I was really thinking about all of this, I said, you know, well, if there's so many organized religions who are teaching us how to pray and ask and commune and communicate with, you know, God's spirit, the universe, Yahweh, Jehovah, you know, and on and on and on with these powers that be, wouldn't there be a sort of equally robust built-in system of receiving, of answered prayer, of communication back from them? Wouldn't there be a language of communication from this, these powers that be that would enable, enable us to actually have a two-way conversation? Is it always just us ask, 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 harass, 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 and then, you know, something just drops down out of the sky? Or are we missing something? Are we missing a whole band of communication that might be coming our way that we just don't perceive because we don't know how to interpret it? We're not fluent in the energetic languages of spiritual communication. So as I contemplated this, and I was going through my own life, trying to make my own life work, um, with my fiancé passed away through... um, you know, all of my different career changes through highs and lows with money, through highs and lows in relationships, through highs and lows with weight loss, through highs and lows with, you know, where I live. As I went through all of that, I really saw myself constantly um, wanting more information. Now, I happen to be an intuitive and I happen to be a third-generation intuitive. So I kind of knew that I was getting definitely some kind of communication, but I didn't you know, even though I was born with certain capacities that were probably a little bit more heightened than than everyone else because, you know, my family kind of dabbled in this bit more than, than the average, I, I knew that there was more to it. I knew that there was more to it. And indeed there was because I went on a 20-year quest to sort it all out. And the what I discovered was a huge system and a huge, what I call, energetic communication system that absolutely every single person is born with. The animals have it, the weather has it, your body has it, and humans have it, and people who are not even incarnate have it. So your lost loved ones, the ones who passed away, they have a communication system to continue to communicate with us. Um, Beings who are not in a body right now, angels, guides, ascended masters, uh, loved ones in spirit, um, celebrities in spirit, anybody who's in, there's a very specific communication system that they use to, to talk with us. So these um, these systems, these, these various aspects of the energetic communication system uh, encompass everything. So essentially, whether you're awake or even in your dream state, there is something attempting to have a conversation with you. And that's what's really, really exciting about this. So um, I'm going to get into this a a bit in a second, but I wanted to invite you to take a look at our Facebook page. So if you listen to this on the podcast or if you're listening to it live, if you go to facebook.com forward slash aha moments, I believe it's aha moments inc, uh, I-N-C, there's a video on that Facebook. And there's a video that I discovered actually yesterday. And it was actually the a very amazing, best I've ever seen, visual representation 
of how we commune with energy in our physical bodies and how we can send energy and how we can receive energy. It was actually in conjunction with the pranic healing system. Um, but it was absolutely the best video I've ever seen. It's so crystal clear. And if you watch that video, I think you're going to get a really good idea of your energetic body, of the auric field, of how we can send and receive energy through our hands, how we can channel energy down through our crown chakra, which is at the top of our head, and send it out to the earth, how we can send it to each other, how we can help each other to um, heal, how we can cut emotional cords with each other. And I just, it was just a spectacular um, representation of that. So if you go, I, I posted it on my Facebook page. If you happen to be um, on my personal page, which is facebook.com forward slash Mariana M. Cooper, that's my whole name, you can um, also see it there. So if you scroll down, I have put a bunch of posts up today, but if you scroll down, you'll see the video there as well if you're on, on my, my front page. And um, I, it will help you tremendously to see that video. I was trying to find a way to share it so I could send it in my email, but it's from Italy, and it was all in Italian, so I when I sent my message to them to see if I could share it somehow. Um, I haven't heard back, and it's probably because they're speaking in Italian and I'm speaking in English. But in any event, I wanted you to see that illustration. Wonderful, wonderful illustration. And um, I am going to start to post various things on our Facebook page um, so that you can see things uh, in conjunction with our shows. So definitely make sure that you're a member, that you, uh, you know, like that page. And then also, if you follow us here on Blog Talk, you'll get alerts about various things as well. Okay. So that being said, let's talk about this energetic communication system. There's a couple of basic things. First of all, we all operate on an energetic grid. And that energetic grid is the thing kind of like a web of light that can, that interacts and interlinks all of us. And it's made of a this substance of energy, and we're also made of that substance. And depending on the frequency of whatever substance is on the grid, lets you know whether it's solid mass or, or not. So, you know, your, the planter that holds your plant or your barbecue grill, or I'm looking around my yard, <laughs> or uh, your cat, or your dog or your family member, we're all part of that grid and we're also made up of the same energy that the grid is made up of. So we're kind of creating the, with the clay of the grid, but we're also, we are the clay as well. So we take on the various frequencies of the things that we interact with. Now, that is the quickest version of the energetic grid conversation you will ever hear me have because for the sake of time, I'm not going to get down into the details. If you want those, take, come, to, come to our class. Um, where we'll get more in-depth with it. But the, the point is that that grid was actually upgraded uh, during the solstice of 2012, which was what all the hoopla was about. And that grid gave way to a completely, the old grid gave way to a completely new grid, which had a much higher frequency, can, and it has the capacity to support all of the things that lie dormant in us that we haven't been able to use in the past coming online so we can be able to use them. So I liken this to when um, cell phones went from the, you know, the, the 2G to 3G and 4G, and they had to figure out, okay, do we do the tower first that's going to power up the hardware, which is the cell phone, or do we build the cell phone first, which is going to need the tower? 
And so basically what they do is both. They they build the tower and then they build some hardware. Some, you know, not a whole lot. They build the test hardware to test it. And then as that hardware is gets, you know, as they test it and they kind of get the kinks out, they manufacture more and more of it so that, you know, first the, what they call in marketing, we call it the early adopters first grab onto it. You know, the early adopters, probably your husband or your son or some man in your life is an early adopter. Usually they're the ones who are charging down to get the latest early adopters. Then we have those middle people who come up after the early adopters and they're kind of the primary, you know, initial ones. And then we have what we call the mass. So the one that becomes, you know, it get hits critical mass where everybody gets it. So that's why you'll see like certain TV sets are, uh, you know, like the 80-inch the plasma, this, whatever, uh, that come out. Or when we went from the big uh, cabinet-type TVs down to the flat panels, and the flat panels came out, and they started out at, like, you know, $15,000, and I'd get them for 300 That's because they hit critical mass. So when they hit critical mass, then their manufacturing prices go down because they can order more. They have more of a demand. So they make more money, so that the, the prices of the raw materials go down, and then your TV gets cheaper. Well, the energetic grid kind of works in a similar way in the sense that, okay, they knew that our bodies were going to ultimately need to be able, as we got more responsible with our minds and as we progressed and the grid accelerated, our bodies were going, and we live longer, our bodies are going to need a higher level of frequency um, to be able to operate in the things that, uh, you know, were lying dormant before. So all of the our ability to heal ourselves, to regenerate stem cells, to communicate with each other, you know, telepathically, to communicate with other planets and other life forms and, and you know, for certain critical inventions and cures and just evolution, overall energetic evolution and physical, uh, mental, physical, and emotional evolution, there were several different capacities that were lying dormant within us. They were waiting for the grid so that when we plugged into the grid, we'd have enough personal bandwidth to be able to perceive and receive and use, operationalize these various capacities. So big shift of 2012 um, was some people, you know, left the planet altogether. A lot of people passed away. Some people stuck around and were miserable because they try to hold on to the old system and kind of the old grid doesn't work anymore. And then other of us, all of those of you who are listening to shows like this, are what we call the early adopters. We're the ones who are seeking out this information earlier than a lot of the masses. Now, it's definitely a good chunk of this has gone to critical mass after the secret, you know, law of attraction and all that kind of stuff. But these things that we're going to start talking about and the stuff that I outlined in the book and I'm going to be teaching in this class are the very advanced systems that have been lying dormant but and dabbled in in piece by piece here and there, but not really presented together as a totally cohesive system so you see the whole circle all at one time. Because Doing the whole circle all at one time makes you extraordinarily powerful. It ups your frequency quite a bit, and 
then as you plug into the new grid and the high frequency of this new grid that we're on, and you, you put the two things together with consciousness, this is why everybody's talking about consciousness, becoming conscious of what's been lying dormant within you, rocket fuel. You have rocket fuel. So if they know, you know, if you know a kid is going to burn the house down, if you give them a match, you don't really give them the match until they're mature enough to handle the match, right? Eventually they're smoking cigarettes and they're like the fireplace and whatever, they can handle the fire. Well, that's kind of how things are with us. So now we're all, at least you guys listening to this um, as the the show or the podcast and and wants to take the class, the books, and who are really studying, whether it's with me or other other folks, um, you guys have matches. And we want to teach you how to use this stuff so that you don't blow up the grid, (laughs) blow yourselves up. And not that you would, I'm being facetious, but you get the point. You want to take the things that have been lying dormant in you. A lot of you have becoming have been starting to perceive it anyway. And I'm going to talk about some of the, the different perceptions that you'll have with each one of these pieces of the system so you know, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. That, that has been happening to me. Um, once we put all this together and you become what I call fluent in these languages, because these are all languages, just like Spanish, Chinese, Russian, Japanese, these energetic communication systems are all actually energetic languages and you can actually have two-way conversations now imagine being able to use to be to get guidance all day long even in your dreams there's a whole communication system that's operating when you are asleep and so when you can know learn how to to uh receive the information and perceive it and then interpret it. And it's always right because it's coming from the purest state of truth. Then your mental mind, and this is where the mental mind comes in, you start off, because most of us work with our mental mind, not really knowing about this energy stuff. And then our mental minds take over, our logic takes over. And because we don't know this system, we don't know how to interpret this system of energy, then our mental minds get overtaxed because they're being asked to do jobs that they're not supposed to be doing. They're being asked, you're, you're asking your mental mind to solve this problem and figure that out, figure this and analyze that. But you don't have enough information because you're missing the entire energetic system of communication that's coming at you with the real answers. So you get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Your mental mind can only help you with what it's already been exposed to. So if your mental mind has never really learned how to... Um, I call it man whispering. <laughs> Stamp's going to laugh at me. Has, you know, never really had very much experience with the opposite sex and is trying to sort out a relationship issue, like why won't he text me? Um, your mental mind can only go so far. It can only go as far as the information that it's collected. Now, maybe you collect information from, you know, relationship gurus or Oprah or other men, you know, talking to guys or, God forbid, your girlfriends who are just as clueless, and then you start to get into a spin, and then you call me for the reading, and then, you know, and this is all the stuff going on. But it's all in the mental mind. The mental mind is limited. That's why you get stressed out, because your mental mind can only help you with what you already know or what you've been exposed to or what somebody else tells you. So now imagine if you had fluency in these energetic capacities and 
the first thing that you could do to understand why the man hasn't texted you, or woman for that matter, is uh, to go into your intuition, go into your intuitive senses, and to work with your own higher self, the version of you that's not in the body but actually operates around your body as your energetic field of the, you know, the bigger, higher self version of you, your infinite self, that's connected to all things. And imagine that you could actually get some answers from that. Or what's even more cool is to telepathically communicate with the guy energetically to get some answers that way, directly from him. Or what's even cooler than that, to energetically connect with his angels and his guides. What about that? So imagine if you could have an overlay or initial the energetic truth and then your mental mind gets fed the information it needs to make a decision. To make a decision when you collect the evidence in the physical world, you collect the the uh evidence from the energetic world and then you give it to your mental mind to now create a plan of action. That's what the mental mind is for. It's not for figuring out the problem. It's for operationalizing solutions. That's where we lose. We are operating with one leg instead of two. So hopefully you'll recognize that what I'm giving you here with this energetic communication system on all levels is your other leg. Instead of hopping around and falling over like you're on a pogo stick, you actually get to put two feet on the ground and walk one foot ahead, you know, one step in front of the other. Okay? So that's now, – now, if you take all of that, okay, think of just those three things, you have all this information. And then imagine if, you know, you've been concentrating on this guy texting and you haven't really paid attention to the weather. Don't have time to turn on the TV. But you could close your eyes and you could perceive whether you really do need that umbrella or you can leave it home. You can perceive whether you need to run like a mad person to the store because they're talking about the storm storm mongers are talking about this huge storm coming. You can perceive that I think this one's going to be a bust. It's not. It's not going to hit as hard. Or you can commune with the earth and know maybe I need to take a different route today. Or maybe I need to take that vacation at this time instead of another time. And then you find out, oh, there was an earthquake at that location that when you would have been there, but you're not. Like that actually happened to me when I was moving to La Jolla. My original date that I wanted to move last year, sometime in May, or late April, early May. And... Something said hold. I just heard the word hold. And I went to book flights and started movers and something said no, July. And But, you know, my mental mind was impatient. I wanted to know where it's going to live and how it's going to live and I don't want to go, 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 go. Money's burning a hole in the pocket, blah, 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 blah. But something said hold. So I remember, and then something sort of domino effects, and then we'll talk about that, you know, that's that's part of how this works, but something said stop. So I did. So I didn't register to come. Then I I moved the date back to July. 
well. The week that I would have been on the plane was the week that they had those 11 uh, uh, forest fires going at the same time where only one of the fires or two of the fires were legitimately from natural, you know, Santa Ana's or whatever, and the rest of them had been set by arsonists. So all of San Diego was completely inflamed. I mean, it was insane. People were evacuating. They, all the horses were at the racetrack because, you know, all the farms and stuff, that they have the horses, they put all the horses, and they sent them down to the Del Mar racetrack. And there's over a 1,000 stalls at this track. I've been there now. And they had, like, a line down the highway of horse trailers because the 1,000 stalls were taken up and they had thousands more horses that needed shelter um, when they were doing all the evacuations. I would have flown into that. So, but I was told, hold. And because I'm energetically fluent, I paid attention. I didn't say, oh, you know, that's just my intuition. I got to focus on my mental mind and my logic. No. So that's the type of thing. Um, that's the kind of resources you have. Imagine then, also, you can go to sleep and you're really, really stressing, stressing, stressing. You know, you're really at a quad bar, really at a, a, what seems like a standstill with your um, your thought processes. So you decide to program a dream and you say, okay, I'm just going to work this out in my dream state. And before you go to sleep, you program your dream and then when you wake up, you have some answers. You actually can remember your dreams. You have some lucid answers. So imagine how life gets easier if you can incorporate and overlay this energy stuff across all day parts. You go to the grocery store and you're like, I don't know what I want, but I know I want something. I'm not hungry, but I'm craving something. My body is requiring. And what if you could literally ask your body, do you require this or do you require that? And actually get a physiological answer and an energetic answer of what it requires. And then when you eat it, you feel like a million bucks because your body actually requested it. What if you could actually get answers from your animals, from your pets, when you can't figure out what's wrong, and they could actually tell you? That's what this system does. It gives you, it raises your ability to commune and to interact with your environment, with people, with animals, with, and with your guides, angels, and all of those who are not in body at this time, it can interconnect you with everything that's available to you. And it fuels you way beyond any you can way beyond you can mentally uh you could be able to mentally perceive at this time. So let me tell you the three parts, and then I can't believe I talked for thirty minutes already, so we're gonna have to sort of get to reading soon. But let me tell you about the three parts, okay? Let's just break this down. And this is be something for you to chew on. And hopefully you'll join us in class. Uh, the first layer of the energetic communication system is your ability to receive energy and that you know the energetic messages from your higher self like we always talk about we've talked about many many shows we are big balls of energy that a small portion of that ball of energy takes on a, a body and that body we operate around we have a, an energetic field around us that is you know a part of our, our big ball of energy and it keeps us safe. It keeps us, you know, going in the right direction. It that helps us to navigate while we're the portion of us that's physically in the body, okay? That intuitive energy, that intuitive language is the language between you 
your energetic higher self. It's this pendulum that swings back and forth. And quite frankly, it's the way you'll perceive the other two um, systems of, of energetic communication as well. Now, your intuitive senses, where they're, they overlay over top of your physical senses, which makes perfect sense. Um, you have energetic sight, energetic hearing, energetic knowing, energetic feeling. Okay, they're called the four clears. We'll go into all that right now. But the first line of any kind of information coming to you, to your mental mind even, is coming through that at one of those energetic senses first. Then your body lets you know, mails in, lets you know you've got a message by giving you goosebumps or some kind of, you know, nausea if it's not a you know positive thing or a little hot flash, a little you know, flash of heat. But you have a physiological response as soon as you get an energetic message. Always, 100% of the time, your body is very involved. Your body swings between both worlds. So your body is energetic, and it perceives energy, and your body is physical. And it's your then. What's very cool is that your intuition, because it's operating outside of your body, can bring you signs, symbols, and synchronicities. It can influence energy to bring you the signs, symbols, and synchronicities so your mental mind knows, oh, this way, oh, that way. It leaves you the breadcrumb. Okay? That's what I call the anatomy of aha moment. So that's your intuition. When you become fluent in how to understand what is a clairvoyant message, which is that spiritual sight, the clear audience, the, the spiritual hearing, the energetic hearing, and the, you know, the knowing and the and the other, uh, the sensing, the feeling. When you get fluent in what that feels like and what it means and how your body's reacting, now you have a nice, strong, intuitive fluency. Key to everything. Now, you know, you will know your yeses, your noes. You'll know the truth about situations. You'll be able to perceive as they lying to me, as they're not lying to me. You know, you'll be able to know, is this job the right job? Is that house the right house? Is this car the right car for me? You know, anything, how to parent your children. Should I do formula or breast milk? The whole thing. The intuitive will never let you down. It's your truth. If you're born with it, just like you're born with eyes and nose. And the next, so that's intuition. That's the, the, the quickest, probably the quickest way I've ever explained it. The next type of communication, now wouldn't it make sense if you can communicate with yourself energetically, wouldn't it make sense if you could communicate with other people energetically too? So that system of energetic communication is called telepathy. Telepathy was built for us to be able to non-verbally, non-physically communicate with each other energetically. So you basically you can communicate with anything that's in a body telepathically. You can communicate with anything that is in a body that's telepathic, okay? So your telepathic senses, you'll communicate with your son, your daughter, your husband, your spouse. Um, you can communicate with someone you don't know yet, like the twin flame you're longing for, the, the ultimate, you know, relationship. You can telepathically talk to that person right now whether you've met them or not. You can telepathically speak to people who are maybe estranged and aren't, aren't present in your life. You can also talk to your animals or wildlife, and your animals. I have a, um, I, I have two dogs. Uh, per, not personally, my mother has a dog. His name is Cooper, and my friend Claudia has a dog, and his name is Tyson. And I've been testing out this telepathic communication with these dogs. Now, both Cooper and Tyson are very smart dogs, 
And they know a series of different tricks. And Cooper, who's a Karen Terry, he's a little more stubborn. So he knows a few things, like sit down and roll over. Uh, Tyson has quite a quite a little catalog of tricks that he can do. But um, Cooper lives in Long Island, and Tyson lives in San Diego. And I, with Cooper, I said, okay. I asked Cooper the question. I assume that Cooper is very, you know, he's he's very communicative, and you always want to give animals the benefit of the doubt. They're extremely smart. They they understand everything you're saying around them and to them. They just can't communicate in the same way you do. So people try to te- treat them like animals and not recognize the full intellect that they have. So I decided to change that. So I said to Cooper, are you a smart dog? And he kind of looked at me and said, you're a smart dog. I know you know what I know. I know you can understand me. What do smart dogs do? What do smart dogs do? So I always say, what do smart dogs do? Now, without any hand commands, without any kind of, you know, prompts with no treats, no food, um, I say I say to him, what do smart dogs do? He's a smart dog. And he, says, he starts barking. So I said, that's not barking. I don't want to hear barking. I want to hear your words. So he goes from bah, 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 to those are good words. What else do smart dogs do? You know how to do any tricks? And then he sits or he rolls over. He starts doing his tricks without me asking. And I said, what a smart dog. You're a smart dog. You're a genius. The face on this dog was like, oh, my God, she gets me. I tried it with Tyson here in, in California. And all of my friends in here, my friends, they're not, like, into all this stuff. They're not into the whole energy stuff. They're, you know, they're, they're, they listen to me and they kind of <laughs> entertain me, but they're not, you know, they're certainly not into this the way I am. So I say to Tyson, what does smart dogs do? What does smart dogs do? Are you a smart dog? He wags and he wags and he wags. And his mother says, that dog loves you. I don't, he reacts to no one like this. He doesn't react to anyone. And they see me and I say, what do smart dogs do? And he sits. And then what do smart dogs do? And he sits and he begs. And I'm like, they see I'm not giving him any hand signals. I'm not giving him any kind of, you know, prompts. And he's doing it on his own because I am telepathically showing him what I want him to do. I show him what do smart dogs do, and then in my mind's eye, Benny Becks. I've done this now with two dogs from two different sides of the country. I wanted to test it. I do it with my cats as well. If you want to try it with your animals, you want to send animals. The way you talk to animals is you send them pictures. So um, a nice thing you can do for your animals is when you're leaving town, you can tell your animals, okay, I will be gone for four sunsets and four sunrises, or five sunrises and four sunsets. Because so, that's how they tell distance, linear time, okay, sunrise, sunset. That's how animals, that's the cycle they're on. So you can do this with, with a wild animal, you know, with a deer that might be getting a little too close to the road. You can send them a telepathic message, showing them showing them with your mind's eye, move off the highway, move into back into the field, you know, further away on the grass. That's the telepathic thing. Now, you can also do this. I've had this, especially with... Um, one guy in particular was very, very, you know, advanced in this. I could telepathically send him messages, and it was, I mean, whole sentences. Like, I would, he would send me, like, emails answering the so that I would send energetically. Um, kids, with your kids, you can telepathically, especially when they, before they're speaking, you can telepathically speak to them and ask them what they need, and they will send you pictures. So in the class, we're going to learn how to do all of that in, you know, very advanced ways. But can you see how things get a little easier being able to do this? So the third um, 
communication system is channeling. And this is channeling is done with something that's not in a body. So telepathy, this is the distinction. Telepathy is with something that's embodied, someone that's embodied. Channeling is for those who are not embodied. Okay, so that's when you're dealing with the angels, the guides, and the ascended masters, and your channeling guides, and uh, the galactic energies, and and the weather, uh, and the earth. Okay, and so um, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go deep into that. But when you let's say I'm right, I'm already working on my second book, and um, I got an energetic hit today. Wasn't even thinking about it. Because I said, what's next, what's next, what's next? And they, they said, we're going to second book. So the first thing I thought, I got like kind of a little chill, you know, a little goosebumps. I said, oh, that's a good idea. And then somebody said, call your agent now. And I did. She picked up the phone. I said, I've got a second book. She goes, okay, great. You know, this is what you have to do. And then um, I know that the way that I write these books is I go into my channeling space and I download them. That's why they, they come pretty quickly. I think I can get this next one done in a couple of months. But I will channel it. I will download it because I work with the energetic, you know, I actually work with all of your energy. I'll say, okay, to my guys, what does the audience really require and desire? What do they need right now? What's the contribution to all of that and to, the, to, the, to the reader? And then they'll say, okay, they'll go out to the collective consciousness. They'll see what all of you are kind of, you know, in, most in need of. Then they'll send the inspiration to me. Then they give me a title and then... I, I do specifically very focused channeling sessions and off comes the book right through, okay? So all of us can do this. It's just a matter of learning how these systems, and I happen to have access to them because I've taken the time to become fluent in them. But can you imagine how much easier life would be if you could rely on these energetic, lean into these little energetic systems and then take some of the load off of your physical system. Because your physical systems are there to operationalize all of this. Your inspirations and 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 you know, and then and to send send the intention as well off to the energetics. So that's what the energetic you know communication system is about. And when like I said, it's the rewards are endless. Absolutely endless. And then when it comes to your manifesting and creating the job you want, the, the relationship and the, you know, the losing weight and the, uh, the manifesting, you know, the material things, now when you're fluent in all of this, you know how much easier it is to manifest because you know how to operate energetically. You're not just, okay, on my vision board, I hope it comes, I hope it comes, I hope, is it here yet? Okay, um, let me call Mari Farina. Okay, I hope it comes, I hope it comes, is it here yet? No. Damn, okay, I hope it comes, I hope, you know, you get beyond that. And you start to say, okay, what is required for me? You know, what do I need to be? What do I need to know? What do I need to receive or to perceive the next step? You know, do I hold or do I take a lot of action? Do I go silent or do I push forward? Which direction? You know, so that's how that works. And I'm very, very excited about it, as you can see. Um, and I'm really looking forward to uh, being able to work with you guys, um, those of you who this resonates with, and those of you who really want to accelerate. It's, uh, it's, it's great stuff, and hopefully someday, with enough book writing and promoting, I'll be able to get it so that the masses want to learn all of this. Okay, so I think we're going to skip um, break tonight, Sam, and go for readings, because I know we have not a whole lot of time left. 
because um, I got really deep into the content today, but hopefully that was helpful. And all right, so if you have been waiting on the lines, let's um, let's get going. All right, so the first person we have, and if you want to call in, three four seven two one five nine four eight five. So the first person we have is Stephanie from San Jose. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, Mary. How are you? I'm a first-time caller. Um, oh, good. Well, welcome. Thanks for calling in. How can I help you tonight? Well, listening to you, I'm very intrigued. Um, I've been struggling. I, should, I don't like saying the word struggle, but well over okay. a year trying different techniques to connect with with uh, my angel source, trying to get you know guidance. I try different techniques. They feel good for a little while, but I don't get the results. So it's always like I'm looking, I'm waiting, and I'm on this, like, never on this, um, I don't know, searching and, and trying to find, manifest the, the life that I that I dream of. And uh, it's been it's been work, and it shouldn't have to be. It should be a, a, a nice emotional journey, and, but I am not there yet. So I'm looking for guidance. Maybe there's messages that my angels are trying to tell me, but I'm not, again, after listening to you, I'm just not a very good receptor. I'm not receiving them or I don't know where to look for them. So I was hoping you can maybe um, sense or, you know, my energy or where there's blockages or maybe a technique that I can try, something new. Okay, so the two things that it feels to me like you need, number one, you need more education than just how all this works, so take my class. But the other one is the energetic, um, the clearing. Okay, so part of, we talked about the energetic grid and we talked about the, the energetic communication system, but then there's also the clearing and cleansing, energetic hygiene the hygienic care of your energy. What it feels like to me is that you have some emotional and mental clutter that gets in the way of you perceiving the intuitive energy, okay? And so, um, honest to God, one of the easiest things you can do, the the more you clean out closets, garages, attics, and all that kind of stuff, um, drawers, any kind of junk drawers, you do that and you open up your receptors to receive energetically. Believe it or not, that's part of the mental, that's part of the uh, physical clearing. Emotionally, though, don't mix up emotion and intuition because they're two completely different things. The emotion is kind of the part, you know, it's attached to the body and the energy is, is attached to the higher self. So the emotion kind of is kind of like the... You know, it's kind of like the nerve endings on your skin that let you know if you're being burned or if something's cold or if something's hot. That's what the emotions are for. And they also are a transport for releasing stress, you know, and to being able to identify it in some sort of physical way. So um, if you feel, you know, high emotion or low emotion, that doesn't necessarily mean it's an energetic thing. You know what I mean? So so I would not mix those two things up. Uh, hot salt baths are good aura cleanse. And I think that if you got some, uh, what they're saying is that you're a little cluttered. So physically cluttered, physical clutter, uh, mental clutter would be things like that you've been procrastinating on, like doing taxes or going on the diet or those types of things or or having a conversation with a friend that you're not talking to, those kinds of things. That's mental clutter uh, or 
the whole conversation with the friend thing is, is more emotional. But you know what I mean. So so doing some aura cleansing like hot salt baths, nature walks, and um, and also the biggest tool I would suggest, and this will help you to connect in uh, with your angels and guides, is writing. And, and this is a core tool that I offer in all my classes where you write three pages each morning um, and you just free associate, just write whatever comes to mind, but make sure you do it every single morning. What will happen is you'll start off writing, you know, kind of moaning and complaining, groaning or looking forward to your day or gratitude or something. And then if you do it consistently, you'll start to receive wisdom back. And that's the Hmm. best way to get information from your guides is writing because it engages your physical body because your hand is moving. I wouldn't say typing on the computer. I'd say writing. I can't, like your fingers are moving. It's engaging your body. It's engaging your brain and your energy pours through. That's your energy will download through and come through your hands. It's a major, just like, you know, people can do hands-on energy healing. Watch that video on Facebook. You'll see what I'm talking about. You can yeah, also do hands-on. Yeah. yeah, you can also do hands-on um, through your writing. That same energy will channel through the pen and it will give you guidance. So I hope that helps. I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but okay. hopefully that's Thank giving you a couple of things. Oh, you're so Thank welcome. You thanks for calling in. And thanks for such a great question. That was a really good one. Um, I like questions like that. That was really, really beneficial to everybody, and I appreciate that. So thanks for calling in, Stephanie. Okay, so next, um, okay, we will take Jody in Portland. Hi, Jody. I call. Um, that was my question too, and but I have a couple others. And one was how to distinguish and let go of fear, you know, and between fear and intuition. And I feel like I have a very yes. weak signal, and how to increase it. Okay, excellent question. So, um, fear is a good one to ask about because people feel start to see feel a sense of anxiety, and then they, you know, and then it's like, is that is that is that like an intuitive thing? Especially someone who's in the business of this, you're like, oh wait, 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 you know, and you know when you 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 know your emotions create your your thoughts create things and all that stuff that people say. So, yeah, uh, which makes all of us insane. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing, myself included, uh, you know, I have spin outs and I have to call some of my friends and say, okay, talk me off the ledge. I'm like, okay, Mari, you know, <laughs> let's hit it. It's just life. Uh, so your so the difference between your mental chatter and your energy your physical your intuitive senses intuitive senses well let's talk about mental chatter first so I call them the mental terrorists okay those mental thoughts are like make you crazy those thoughts are always if you start if you really the next time you have a spin out like that notice where those thoughts are they're usually high up they're like up mm. out over your head like a caption on a cartoon. And they change. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Well, what do you think about this? Well, what should I have? Uh, well, maybe I should have done that. Oh, you see, you should have done that a long time ago. If you hadn't done this, then this would have happened. If you, okay, so do this. Okay, wait, no, wait, 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 stop. No, go do that. That's mental. That is not intuitive. Your intuitive energy never operates like that. It will never send you into a spin. It will never send you on some sort of tear. What it will do, so if we switch now, so you're... The mental stuff, the chatter, is always outside of your body, up high, and kind of spinning around like a whirling dervish. Your true intuitive senses 
are always down in your solar plexus, underneath your belly, but deep in you. And come, you come in me. like this. I'm like... oh, sorry. No, just finish the sentence and I'll let you say what yeah. you have to say. They come in like this. They say, write the book. Write the book. Maybe you should do the book. Time to do the book. And you're like, I don't know very low, very centered, and very repetitive. And they stay on one hmm. track because they're giving you the truth. Now, it may not be the thing you want to do. Oh, well, I can't do the book because your mental mind says, well, I can't do the book because I'm not going to make any money anytime soon. I mean, that's a long-term thing. And I won't let you know. You can't write the book. They write the book. Write the book. Write the book. And as soon as you take any action towards the book, everything starts to fall into place really fast. Whereas if you go and you spin out, okay, I should get this job, then if I get that job, and then if I do this, and it all starts to fall apart. It never really connects. It's just mumbo-jumbo. So your intuitive sense is slow. It's quiet. It's, that's why they say the quiet, still voice. It's very still. It's very centered, and it's very low in your body. It's kind of like the James Earl Jones voice versus, like, Minnie Mouse, you know, very mm-hmm. two very distinct kind of voices. Okay, what were you going to say? Then I'm going to jump well, to the next Well, it feels like there's something more embedded, like my fear might be a little more clever and it's worked its way inside in a way, like in my head and then even like my upper solar plexus, like there's yeah, anxiety, well, upper, especially yeah. with warnings. Yeah. And your chest and that kind of thing. That's kind of like that little channel. But believe it or not, that's still outside your body. So you said that your, intern- your physiology is perceiving it. Um, but what I would just do is close my eyes, take a nice deep breath, take three deep breaths, five deep breaths, and then just say to yourself, to my intuition, and turn the volume up. And on mm. all that anxiety, just perceive yourself turning a volume down. Your mental mind gets its head around things where you can physically, you know, turn it into what a physical representation. So just seeing it as like a two volumes, anxiety, mm-hmm. turn it down to zero. Intuition, turn it up to ten. You know, that kind of thing. That'll help you. Mm-hmm. Get better. And for so travel warnings and stuff like that. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Great. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you, Jody. Jody, you need to take my class too. <laughs> I want you guys in the class. I have 15. I just have 15 people. I can't wait to get my hands on everybody. Oh, my God. These questions are so good. Okay, let's see. Um, where am I? Uh, okay, so we have Katie in Toll House, California. Hi, Katie. Oh, you Are you there? Uh, yes, I can. Yes. Is there really can you a hear me? Called Toll House? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the chocolate wow. chip cookie. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> What's your question? Uh, you are a plethora of information. You should write a book. <laughs> yeah, I just finished one. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get it. Uh, you're awesome. Um, I oh, been, thank you. Uh, I have little blurbs of intuition, and sometimes it's, you know, like all all the answers you've given have really helped me, every single one of them so far. I just feel like there's one particular thing that for some reason I feel like I'm being knocked over the head by my guide, by my guides, and I'm just not getting it, but getting the message. And I feel like it's so obvious it's right in front of my face, but for some reason, and maybe it's because I'm so in my head too much, I'm just not getting it. And I was wondering if there's any way you could try to into that or what exactly is that I'm they're trying to tell me because I know it's like it's always slapping me in the face but it's like I'm not able to read it 
what in what category to in what is it related to? Um, life in general, just I, I you know, while well, there's a few main subjects like uh, my husband and uh, my work are the two main, and my, and my purpose in life, you know, what I'm supposed to be actually doing for the earth right now. But I mean, it's 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 one of those things. It's just like I feel like they're trying to say, you know, something. You need to be doing this or do this or just this step, and then everything else will fall into place, kind of thing. And I'm just, I've been in a just a lock, gridlock. Well, okay, so I'm going to stop you here because when you get gridlock like that, it is yeah. an absolute indicator that you don't have enough information. You just mm-hmm. don't have enough information. That's why you're spinning because there's missing mm-hmm. pieces. I get like that too. I'm no different than you guys. You know, I'm just a little, you know, further along. But doesn't mean I don't have human things happening all the time. And I know that when I get into that kind of locked-up feeling, it's because I'm missing a piece. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. You keep pushing and putting, and then one of the pieces goes under the couch because the cat took it, you know. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. there's the piece, you know. <laughs> so but some of that gridlock feeling is that you need more uh, education on how it works, on how this stuff works, because – more than likely, you're right. What you're perceiving is that you're getting some sort of signs and symbols and synchronicities, but you're not connecting the dots because you're lacking the how-to, you know. And I know you asked me about three massive questions that can't be answered in 60 seconds on a radio show. Right, but right. Uh, the the thing that they're saying is you're in that stage of, of getting gathering information, getting educated, and collecting, you know, kind of the adventure of collecting information. Once you do that, you're going to see you're going to get the missing pieces. There's just you're. It's it's not that you're doing anything wrong. Is that there's pieces of the system and how they work that you don't get. So the the answers are sitting right in front of you, but you just can't perceive them. It's like being in China and not having the little translation book. It's right there. You know, that's why you say, right. I know it's right here, but why can't I understand it? Because you don't know right. the language yet. That's So really it's more about getting the education. Um, and once you do that, then everything is going to start to open up. Um, and that's all I can say about it at this point, just because I have to move on and we have like a minute. So okay. <laughs> I hope that's helped a little bit. All right. Good Thank luck you. with everything. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Okay. Well, uh, let's see here um i'm just looking here okay so liz in texas let's go with you we have you have you have like 30 seconds but i want to get you in hi liz okay hi how are you okay Um, so i've been going through what i'm what i'm pretty sure is a spiritual awakening and um i feel uh-huh. almost mentally drained and clueless as to exactly what to do and um now it's like i see things and i don't know how to process it or respond to it so it's almost like i act like it's not even there and um i feel like i'm just like in a stage where i'm giving up now well you shouldn't give up this is the same answer you know all three of you ladies should be in my class carry end of story um <laughs> The, what you are missing mm-hmm. is information, and what you're missing is a way of consistent communicating with your guides. What your guides are telling me is that she's all over the place, so we can't get her to slow down enough for us to get answers to her. So you, in particular, need to do the tool of writing in the morning, three pages every morning. 
you do that, it's going to center you. You'll get all of the anxiety out. Your mental mind will get it to say, just start off with what all of the, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Write it all down. I hate, I hate this. I'm already said I have to do it. I'm doing it, blah, blah, blah. Then when you get all of that clutter out of the way because it's all down on paper, you'll start to feel the wisdom. You'll start to feel little smatterings of wisdom. If you do it, like I would say, for a good 21 days straight, you're going to see a totally mm-hmm. different level of clarity and get more education in how all of this works, whether it's with me or books or, you know, some other classes. Really, you need more information. That's all you're missing. You're just missing the tools, the mechanics. Once you understand those, you're going you're gonna to run with it. And that's why you're being drawn to this particular show, for sure. So I hope that's helped. I'm going to have to jump off because we have to wrap the show. We're already a minute over. Okay. So, you guys, thank you so much for these amazing questions tonight. I'm so excited that they were all on topic and, um, and, and really helpful to everybody in our community. And I hope that you will join me in our charter class, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash aha factor masterclass. Aha factor master and we will see you back here same time the same date next week enjoy the full moon energy and you know you truly can have exactly what you want you absolutely deserve it too and in this new energy anything is possible see you next week everybody take care you've been listening to the aha moments radio show with your host mari Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.